Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 1st, first day of March, and I'm finally online. I had to reinstall Active Trader Pro. And by the way, if if the podcast sounds a little worse, it's because I'm up in New Jersey. There's some banging that's going to go on. Let me know your thoughts uh, on Twitter as to how this one sounds, if you would. Um, my assumption is the content's more better, than, you know, more important than the actual sound quality. I'm using both headphones instead of an actual microphone. So let's go over first target earnings. Um, this was one that I said yesterday, hey, target. Uh, it's under 200 buy it all day long um and it, it, i didn't believe that we'd see a 10 percent pop on earnings but margins are just out of control good all five business categories up everything is going right for target um in pre-market they are at 221 you could have bought this one yesterday at 195 so more than a 10 percent pop in one day if you bought it at its actual low I was looking at it at 199. I bought it at 198. I got that one dollar kind of scalp, so I, I'm pretty happy. I, I doubled my position in this one. It was a great trade, um, great great trade. So that's one that we had yesterday. Um, Devon Energy, which is a podcast favorite of mine, because I said, hey, it's gonna hit that sixty dollar mark, and I think we were at 40, 48. 45 somewhere in that neighborhood um i got out of this one so you just know i took my 10 percent, wasn't greedy it's now trading in pre-market at 61 dollars. this was a great great trade again i should have believed in this one energy is just skyrocketing this one's got a 6.72 um dividend yield the ex-dividend date is in about 11 days on the 11th so i don't think it's too late to get into this one i think i'd scalp it probably try and get it today below 60. i think once it uh, pierced that 60 dollars mark i think that's going to provide some some pretty good support i haven't done uh, an in-depth analysis on trend spider on this one but i know it's a buy it's been a buy for a long long time um crowdstrike crwd again i've got 10 percent in this one uh, this was a great trade as well. Uh, got this one at 183 today pre-market. It's at 201. Um, and my other great trade, PacW, uh, which is uh, Palo Alto Networks. This one, uh, I'm sorry, it's not PacW. Um, uh, PanW, P-A-N-W. Um, uh, I think that's it. Yes, P-A-N-W. I got this one for, I believe, $480, um, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, and, and it was right before earnings, popped on earnings, everything was great. Um, Pre-market, it's at $594. This one I've made, let's see, let's go to Fidelity and see. Um, because I know it's in the, yeah, uh, I've made 25% on this one so far. Another great trade on this one. Um, uh, let's see. 
let's kind of go into some of the cross-ups that I got. Um, oh, by the way, um, Costco is coming up on Thursday and you're going to have a down day in the market. Um, Ukraine's still in the picture. There's a Russian envoy that's, and depending on which report you believe, there's a Russian envoy of 40 to 60 miles long of um, Russian uh, military support that's coming into Kyiv, the capital. So they're expecting significant um, uh, raids down there. Uh, there's been a couple of cities that have been overrun in Ukraine. Russia's really kind of doubling down their force here. <clears throat> so Costco yesterday, they report on Thursday. I think this is a good one. Um, you've got uh, yesterday it traded uh, up. Um, the day range was 511 to 519. I think you could probably, again, the, there's not a lot of pre-market volume in this one, so it's a little bit hard to tell at this hour, but the bid and ask are 518 to 521. Uh, I think this is, again, if you get a dividend uh, increase, if you get a membership price increase, this is a good one to have. This is kind of the prime retailer. You go to Target, you go to Walmart, you go to any place on a Saturday. Costco's always the busiest parking lot. So I, I think that's a, a big one. Um, let's look at, uh, we also gave yesterday this GOGL. I said if you could get this one um, uh, under 12, it didn't go under 12. It got to 12.29 yesterday. And again, I haven't been watching this one all that long. Um, Pre-market, it looks like it's up 12.70, uh, 12.73, 12.74. Uh, the volume is what kind of caught my eye. The 90-day average volume is 2 million shares. The 10-day volume is 5 million shares. Yesterday, it traded somewhere near about 6 million shares. So um, this one going into tomorrow is the ex-dividend date, the 2nd of March. And that dividend is a yearly payout of 29.08%, 28 percent um, It's going to be 90 cents. So my belief is that you can get into this one. When I took a look at it, I posted it on Twitter. When I took a look at the last dividend date, it looks like it traded from about nine and change to about seven and change, but then it just took off. My assumption is because this is a shipping company, because we're still in supply chain issues, because this one will continue to be the leader in their industry, uh, I think you can still look up uh, at this one. Uh, at the PE right now is 471. We can look this one up on uh, the, uh, let's see, the, the Fidelity webpage. I'm gonna look this up and my apologies, my internet seems a little bit slow on this one. Um, but what I wanna do is I wanna go to the comparisons on this one, it's Golden Ocean Group. And the PE estimate for the uh, Golden Ocean Group is 6.56. The industry average is 4.49. So you are paying a premium for this one. Um, their equity score is 9.1. So uh, again, I, they only have 200 million shares outstanding. So to have 6 million shares traded on a daily basis, you're seeing a lot of interest in this one. Um, what I do concern myself with sometimes is I have been caught in this uh, with GBTC in particular is when you have these lower volume um, uh, stocks, it's a little bit hard to buy and sell. So <clears throat> keep your premium, your, your, your lot size a little bit less. 52 week high, so you know, was yesterday, <clears throat> I'm sorry, 223 at 1309. So 
Again, if you can get this one for around 1230, I don't think you're going anywhere <clears throat> lower than 1250 today. I might put it in for 1250, take the dividend, see what I can get on the sales side. But I do think you're going at least over 13 on this one um, in, in the coming days. If you can see that it's at 13 now, why wouldn't it be 13 at, even after the dividend? So I think that's a good one. Uh, another dividend play that we had an actual MACD cross up in yesterday was MPLX. Um, MPLX pays an 8% dividend. Let's look it up on TrendSpider so we can see the uh, the algorithm. Uh, MPLX, this has been a, it pays an 8% dividend. I've, I've held this one ever since um, the pandemic when they, they kind of said, hey, we're still gonna have um, the dividend and we're still gonna pay this one. So the, um, the, the algorithm said 32.78 on the buy. Right now, it's trading at 32.85. It closed at 32.78. So that's why the candlestick said, hey, buy here. Um, that's a good one with the uh, the PE ratio at 11.46. They're an energy company. They do have some master limited partnership um, uh, tax implications. So be aware of those. I hold it in my IRA and I do have to pay some taxes on it when they, they announce that they've earned some something away from the or their oil and gas business. Um, so that's one to know. Uh, another one that I'm going to kind of, you know, pat myself on the back with is Cleveland Cliffs. And this J Jim Oventhal on uh, CNBC kind of turned me on to this one. And um, I believe that. Sorry, you may have heard the dog crying in the background there, had to let her in the door. But Cleveland Cliffs is one that I said, hey, at 17, you can buy this at 17, completely be happy at 17 on this one, um, and it'll go back up. This one's a uh, iron ore company. Um, their PE ratio is 4.13. They announced their earnings. Um, they did okay, it wasn't great, but it's shot back up. It's trading at 22.26 today. I took my 10%, I got out of this one. This was not one that I, um, necessarily got into. So, um, by the way, one of the, the best advice that I heard, uh, TrendSpider had a, uh, trade the trend, um, YouTube, and you can look it up. I can post it. I post it on my Twitter, but you can look it up. TrendSpider trade the trend. It's about a four hour, uh, live, um, uh, talk with a different, a bunch of different traders and the guy, Scott Redler, he had a great advice. He said, Hey, remember, Cash is a position. Don't be afraid to step aside. If the spy breaks down, his his kind of analysis said if the spy breaks down uh, between the eight and the twenty one moving average, take profits and go to cash. And immediately right after that, he, he's like, "Hey, remember, cash too within um, inflation so high, you're actually losing money. So um, you know, do with that what you may." So let's get to today's. Um, suggestions. There were a couple. And the one that I want to focus on is Marvel Technologies. MRVL is the symbol. Right now they're trading at 67. Uh, it looks like 67, 68 dollars. They closed at 68.33 yesterday. Um, they're not making money. It looks like their PE ratio is 0, 0.0. I don't know much about this stock, but I do know it's a and I hope this doesn't turn anybody off, but it's a Kramer favorite. He said he would trade this one around earnings. Uh, earnings is on uh, March 3rd, so Thursday. 
Uh, ironically, we just had a MACD cross up. Now this has been one where the MACD is kind of up and down, but what caught my eye was with a MACD cross up yesterday at $68, um, the RSI is at 45. So it's a little bit overbought, but the other thing that caught my eye is that you had a death cross, just like most of the other um, earnings plays that we've had. We have a bunch of hammers around here. It's been consolidating down here. It's about 68. <clears throat> and you had a death cross. It looks like right on February 10th, the 50-day moved under. And uh, it hadn't done that in the four-hour chart. Um, it was using the 200-day as kind of support. So it kind of scares me. Um, but I do like this one because when I was doing the research on this one, I saw it's currently trading at $68. Let me move this Active Trader Pro back up. Um, it's currently trading at $68, but the 52 week high, which was in uh, December 8th, 2021, is 93. So you don't have to move much. $68, uh, if you move up, the 52-week low is 37, which was uh, March 5th of last year. So you haven't even come near uh, the, the lows of last year. Um, but I do think it's got a small small dividend. Uh, it's not paying much. They're, they lost money on their last earnings. Let's go back to TrendsBiter and look at kind of the earnings. Um, it looks like they were at 43 cents. The last earnings, they had a gap up. And you went from 73 all the way up to 80. And that was the last earnings back in uh, December. And that was when you hit that high. Um, I think this one, you know, it looks like on earnings, they do kind of surprise and they continue to go up. So I, I think, again, this one, if you can get it at $68 and hold till Thursday, um, you might see a good little pop in this one around earnings. Uh, the, the, it was uh, around earnings. It was completely overbought. Um, the, the KB... Um, the squeeze uh, on uh, TrendSpider indicates that it's kind of been overbought um, as early as February, but currently now it looks like it's oversold. So I would be interested in this one to play around earnings. Um, another one where we had a pop, and that's kind of going to be my my uh, target today is MRVL, and and see if we can break down on that one anywhere and kind of pull, there's two that I'm really playing today, GOGL um, to try and get that dividend um, and and uh, Marvell. The other one that I noticed is Bank of America. Now, some of the financials have really been hit um, in the last, uh, I'd say week. I did buy full disclosure, I bought Morgan Stanley at 109, the all-time 52-week high. Um, <laughs> I bought it at 109. It immediately went down to 93. It was a small position. It wasn't. It wasn't large. I'm, I'm down. I think a total of like $500. So, um, but Bank of America, which has a dividend coming up um, on March 4th, that's the ex dividend or March 3rd uh, ex dividend date. Um, they have been down, and they're currently looks like the uh, the MACD is going to cross up. The RSI is 39. This one's completely oversold. Now, a lot of the financials are getting hit because of Russia worries, um, their exposure to Russia. But I do think this one, you know, when you look at uh, the Active Trader Pro on Bank of America, and we look at the 52 week high on this one, it's 50. And you're currently trading at 43, 
in my mind, again, they have a 1.9% dividend, so it's not an enormous dividend to try and trade around. But with interest rates going up in uh, March, uh, I don't understand why this one wouldn't be a good buy to hit a 52-week high again. Uh, Bank of America, Citibank is way down, but Citi has some significant exposure to Russia. I think it was around $10 billion, which again, overall um, for their size is not a huge hit, but just the news alone starts hitting them. JP Morgan is down around 140. Um, that one's around a 160, 170, um, 52 week high. But Bank of America is affordable. Um, Wells Fargo, uh, WFC is one that uh, I was looking at as well yesterday. That one is trading at 53, but their 52 week high is only 60. So when you look at Bank of America with a good dividend, I think you've got, you know, Wells Fargo PE is 10, um, PE ratio of Bank of America is 12. Uh, JP Morgan, their PE ratio is nine. Um, I, again, Bank of America, I think you've got some opportunity here between that gap of 40 and 50. I think if you can get this one closer to 40, uh, I think, uh, you know, by all means, I think pull it at 40, wait for the rates to go up and wait for this one to pop back up to 50. I think that's a great play. Um, another one that we had that had a cross up was GBTC. And if you've noticed, Bitcoin and other cryptos are really, really going up. Um, this one kind of popped yesterday in the morning. Um, today, it looks like it's popping again in pre-market. The bid is uh, 31.15. Well, this one just doesn't have pre-market. Again, they're trading about 6 million uh, shares a day. So the, the, the volume is, is rather low. Uh, but Bitcoin should start to see this one. We had a cross up. I'll pull it up on TrendSpider here. We had a cross up um, at, it should pull it up, um, by 28.94. 28.94, it's trading right around 30, I think, today. Um, so I, I think if you can get it at the 28.34, the last few, this one, so you know, the performance chart, with the algorithm, it's 106% over a thousand candles. With just buying and holding, it's 187%. So you're better off buying and holding for a thousand candles. Um, this one looks like the RSI is at, let's see, 54. So it's not quite um, overbought, but the MACD look, does look like it's right on the oscillator there and it's crossing up. The last one you had, the last buy and sell that you had on this one, you sold it for a 7% profit. Probably could have taken profits even earlier on this one. As you saw, the MACD kind of going to cross down and we could have kind of guessed that since it was so high on the oscillator. Um, I, I don't think you're bad taking this trade. I'm, I'm probably gonna do it myself, but anything around 28.90, if you can get it anywhere between 28.50 and 20, uh, $29, I think you'd probably be good on this one. Again, you don't have to move too much for a 10% move in this. And and it does trade with Bitcoin, not quite as volatile as Bitcoin, but it does trade kind of on that scale. Um, let's see, uh, I went over Devin. One that has been faking us out a lot lately and doing a little tease is a company that we should be buying extremely long. They've got a dividend payout here coming up the ex-dividend date is to tomorrow march 2nd and it's nvidia we had a buy signal yesterday at 240 um and it's it's been teasing us kind of thing no 
the performance chart over a thousand candles on this one, while it's been a high flyer for a few years now, the performance candle over a uh, 52 week, uh, or I'm sorry, thousand candles is 288%. Holding this one only got you 244%. There were 22 total positions, eight of which were winners, 14 of which were losers. So you're losing more, but you're making more um, for those high flyer moments. Now, there's no catalyst here. The earnings were great. When it went through earnings, it was trading around 260. I think if you can get this at 240, I think you're doing well. I, again, do I mind holding this one uh, at 240? Probably not. I, I don't see this one, you know, outside of some Taiwan invasion or something really happening in Far East Asia um with semis and and things nvidia is just a company that's performing really really well <clears throat> their pe ratio um now get ready for this um nvidia i personally have traded amd over nvidia the pe ratio of nvidia is 63 amd which is the closest competitor to them their pe ratio is 47 um i've been in and out of amd for five five to ten percent three different times over the past two three weeks um pulled some profits out of there I'll, i haven't lost on a trade just because i've been able to you know get it at a decent price um right now it looks like amd just so you know if you wanted to pull the trigger uh i think 121 uh looks like a volume shelf there over the last couple of days um but nvidia <clears throat> is one their volume shelf is setting up. We had a cross up. Their volume shelf is at 244 and their pre-market is at 241. I think if you put in a, a buy today at 240, I think you'd get that one. Uh, I think that's a good one. Um, and, and that one, that is one that has been teasing us. Now, to get back to uh, crypto, EHTE, which is Ethereum, all crypto has been going. And, and it's not surprising that you're seeing a pop in a... Uh, in, in, in some of these charts, but we did have a cross up on EHTE in the, the algorithm yesterday. <clears throat> I'll tell you where, where it is. It's right at $23. Um, the pre-market, uh, it looks like it's trading at $24. So we were a little late. It looks like it's popped up overnight by that much, um, which again is not, you know, it, it, it's a 5% move. So we could have had 5%. Uh, I think if you put this one in at $23, I think you might hit today. Um, and, and I think you'd be okay. Uh, the performance on this one uh, using the uh, algorithm, you need 203% versus buying and holding is 90, 94%. And to caveat this with the fact that the 200 day is moving down. So you always want to trade the momentum on stocks. But I think crypto is one that uh, it's gotten beaten up over the recent recent weeks. Um, the 200-day on the daily is actually still kind of flattening out. But you did have a death cross here on uh, February 9th, where the 50-day moved under the 200-day. Um, I'm looking to see if the last time it did that, it typically was using. So the last time it crossed under uh, was September 9th, uh, and it took all the way to December 31st to cross to December 23rd to cross back up. So it looks like three months uh, to kind of move back up. So uh, I don't know if that's going to play again across under 
Uh, it doesn't look like the 50 days moving up anytime soon. You've got this capitulation here between it looks like 16 and 28. Um, so there's a possibility that you could make some moves on this one. Um, but it looks like in pre-market, it is up about 5%. Um, let's kind of go over some of these. CRM up over 200. Uh, totally missed that one. I'll add that to my list. Great company. I own a bunch. I think I bought it at 220. Uh, I am down. Target, again, yesterday's call. It's up 11% in the pre-market. Um, Exxon up 1.1%. Uh, one of the other things that I wanted to point out was this uh, um, AAII investor sentiment strategy that Stephanie from CNBC kind of sent out yesterday. Only two other times in history have the the bearish uh, of this uh, survey. The bearish sentiment doubled the bullish sentiment, and the other you know. The other two times that it did that was during the fight right before the financial crisis of 2008. So this is a dangerous one, a dangerous sentiment survey that, that could indicate that, hey, the last three days have been great. I know most uh, analysts are saying the last three days you should be selling into um, because of uh, the issues that are happening, the, the rate increases, Powell is set to go in front of uh, Congress tomorrow, I believe might be today let me see um powell goes before the senate this week um you know depending on what he says that could absolutely move the markets so i think that's a good enough list again today i'm looking at marvel i'm looking at getting into gogl um for the dividend date um bank of america is one that i'm looking at as well uh and uh again we had the mplx cross up you had the gbtc cross up uh devon energy is one that i think again it pierced that 60 dollar uh, limit i think you could absolutely get in there for the dividend i think it's uh, 11 days away is what i said so uh, i think you've got a good enough arsenal here um to try and get in again my big thing is marvel earnings on thursday i think you're looking at an upside there Bank of America at 40, 43 is going to be, in my mind, a, a one month kind of, you know, this isn't something that's going to turn around in one day. That's too big of a stock to kind of turn around without a, a, a catalyst. So you've got the, the arsenal there. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know how the, uh, the podcast sounds. Uh, do I need to up levels? Do I need to do anything else? So thanks. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow.